episode 35 of the Energy Edge podcast. Hey, this is Emily Neal. I'm the communications director at the Sanctuary Church in the Chicago area, and I love listening to the Energy Edge podcast. I love the practical tips that I get every week that help me live with more energy. Welcome to the Energy Edge podcast, where we believe if you desire to get the absolute most out of your work and life, then finding your Energy Edge is a must. The Energy Edge podcast will help you learn to leverage your everyday major activities into an energy advantage so you can work and live at an optimal level. So let's begin. The Energy Edge podcast is sponsored by, you guessed it, 5MinuteEnergyKickstart.com. If you've not checked out the site, do so today. It's three five-minute videos that are designed to help you to become more productive, to feel more energized, and ultimately, don't we want to just do our best work? Well, you can go to 5MinuteEnergyKickstart.com. That's the number 5MinuteEnergyKickstart.com today and download the free video series. Well, I'm Brian Paul Buckley, and I'm with my co-host, T.Y. Treva <laughs> Yesino. What's new with you, my friend? Yeah, just working hard and I'm bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. It's after 12 o'clock for me, so it's good. Yeah, yeah. No, we're going to talk a little bit about that too. So my question is, you're bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, but are you a morning person? No, (laughs) I'm not at all. So you enjoy mornings after noon? Yeah, I enjoy enjoy mornings actually if it's about one o'clock in the morning, to be honest. Well, that would be that would be morning <laughs> uh, for most of the population who's unaware that uh, one comes twice a day. So have, has you, have you always been this way? No, not really. I haven't. But my general, probably my general sleep pattern would be to go to bed a little bit later and sleep in a little bit later. I'm, I, I'm consistent in it, but I don't do that. I'm saying that I, you know, one o'clock in the morning, but I don't, I go to bed early. So, yeah. Because we'd have to go back and edit every episode if that <laughs> That's was right. So, and no, I'm just kidding. Well, ironically, we just say the word morning, and many of us have a mixed reaction when we hear that word. Would you say that's true? Uh, yeah. Some people are huge morning people, like my co-host. They wake up with the sun, and the morning is their best friend. Yeah, you sound like you got a problem with that. <laughs> Maybe a little, just depends on how you are in the morning. Yes, yeah, yeah. You know, and then there are the others, you know, there's just a little bit more of your, your being, you know, described in this famous quote that says, I'd like mornings better if they started later by the great philosopher Garfield. Yeah, like that. Yeah, that's Over- <laughs> Regardless if you're a morning person or not, right? So every single one of us have one specific thing in common. We all have that first hour of the day, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and but here's when it starts to change. It's we all have that first hour, but how we spend the first hour, at least I've learned in conversation after conversation is dramatically different, isn't it? Yes, I I found most people's mornings are either one of the following. You're kind of lazy, do whatever you feel like doing. They're the meanderers, right? Or they're reactive to the things going on once they get up. Yeah, and that's easy to do. You know, you get you get awake and all of a sudden, next thing you know, you grab the phone, you turn the TV on, all of a sudden you get a text, you know, social media and you respond and it's, yeah, it's easy to be very reactive. But now I found, Treva, and you have as well, the, the most successful people are really both of the following. In the morning, they're very intentional mm-hmm. and they're very focused and they use that first hour to do one specific thing, which seems very, very odd. You know what it is? <laughs> well, it is kind of all about me, right? 
It's exactly it. They take care of me first. Yes. Really, really odd. And we're going to unpack that a little bit more. Right. But I want to make a special note here. You know, the key to a successful first hour of the day, really for me, especially, and it it really does for everybody, it begins the night before and getting a good night's sleep. Right. So most people struggle in their first hour in the morning, really, because they're just too tired and maybe even exhausted. So you know, you're simply not getting enough sleep. And so they're hijacking what we call the gift of the first hour of every day. You know, and that's a great point because we're hijacking it, especially if we're all of a sudden, you know, it's the first thing we, we hit in the morning is not the feet on the floor. It's the, it's that blasted snooze. <laughs> if we're hitting that over and over and over, obviously, I mean, we've got bigger problems going on than the first hour of the day. Yep. But I, I really like this quote that I read by a guy named George Lor- um, Lorimer. He says, you've got to wake up each morning with determination if you're going to go to bed with satisfaction. Mm, I like that. I I love that quote, you know, but how do you do that? Well, I think it's by really leveraging the power of the first hour of the day. Right. I love that first hour of the day. And so here is our key question. What can you do each morning that's going to create energy for you for the day ahead? Well, repeat that because that's a really good question. Yeah, I love this. So what can you do each morning, every morning that's going to create energy for you for the whole day ahead? And like we've been talking about wanting to be successful and the two characteristics of somebody who's successful in the morning were the two words of intentional and that they're focused. And if that's what the most successful do, and most of us who listen to this podcast are hopefully a high performer, high achiever, or we have a desire to be that, then we really need to pay attention to that. And this hour will give you the energy edge that you need to be, well, the goal of being a high powered person throughout our day. And well, what gives you a jolt of energy? (laughs) <laughs> the first hour of every day. Exactly. <laughs> so does this, but, but interestingly, doesn't this sound like everybody's morning routine if we're not taking advantage of the first hour of every day? You roll over and you check your phone. I'm so guilty of that. You check your email and then you start reacting to everyone else's false emergencies and their needs, right? Yeah. So you kind of eventually stand up and stumble into the kitchen and most of us gulp down as much coffee as possible to get us going. And then because we've taken our time, we rush to get ready for the day and then we start working based basically on what's in your inbox. So your inbox really is nothing more than everyone else's agendas. Isn't that true? (laughs) Totally. It's what everyone else wants from you and its contents probably don't align with what your goals are. And by checking your email every time you wake up, you basically have just hijacked your day. So you're now reacting to what everyone else wants from you versus proactively setting the direction for your day. Yeah, and that's well put. And I think just how we start the day is critical. And I love this quote by productivity specialist Carson Tate. And uh, she's going to kind of describe that morning routine, but this is a wonderful quote. She talks about the first 90 minutes of the day, but just yeah, that first, first portion of the day is your opportunity to lay the foundation to achieve your goals and dreams. Yet, for many of us, our morning routine is under, um, undermining our achievements. Instead of setting up the day for purpose, success, and enjoyment, we become reactive slaves. And wow, is that powerful. And uh, an author and um, a podcast I absolutely love and will refer to this often, he's got a guy named Jeff Sanders, says the norm for most people is starting off each morning with the decision to procrastinate by smacking their alarm clock, as we mentioned earlier, and delaying the decision to bounce out of bed and dominate their day. 
Snoozing mm-hmm. inward inadvertently becomes a reactive choice, which leads to further reactivity. Mm-hmm. Another quote by a guy named Hal, Hal Elrod, and he says this, most people just focus on getting through the day, taking the path of least resistance and pursuit of short-term, short-lived pleasures along the way, while avoiding any pain or discomfort that might cause them to grow. Mm-hmm. And wow, I mean, those are some powerful comments of the, really the benefit of a successful first hour of the day. So, Treva, why the first hour of the day? Good question. I would say this, like number one would be, it's a blank slate. Like the day hasn't gotten taken over just yet. So it's a blank slate. It's starting over fresh. Two is your mind is completely clear. You know, typically when we get up in the middle of the night and we're processing all the stuff we need to do, and then we go back to bed, we wake up pretty much with a clear mind. And number three, you, it's nobody else's agenda yet. We're not on anybody else's time clock yet. And four, what you choose to do will give you direction for the rest of your day, just like we said. Yeah, I love those, you know, especially with nobody else's agenda yet. Um, I've got a house full of, of, of mm-hmm. chitlins. So if I can get up before that, it is my time. I just value that quiet time more than anything else. And it is, it's before you get a chance to do anything else. And it does give me direction. But here are some definite don'ts. And we kind of referenced this a little bit earlier here, but uh, one is don't email, don't check your phone. It's just so easy once you do that. Now, I mean, you get lost in the scrolling, you get lost in somebody else's agenda. I don't know how many times, Treva, I have opened up my mm-hmm. inbox, checked an email, something that somebody had sent that just really irks me, bothers me. It gets my day off to a bad start, which means a bad idea. And don't turn on the TV. You know, obviously it is for the noise. It could be news or whatever else. And just really don't waste time. And if we could just really... Don't email, don't check your phone, don't turn on the TV, don't waste time. At least just this first hour of the day is going to make a traumatic difference. Yeah, and I think to get yourself started in getting your mind around the first hour of the day, ask these questions for yourself and figuring out how to use that energy hour we call the first hour of the day. So what centers you? Like what is something that brings you to center? gets you focused. How about what develops you? What's going to take you further? What's going to give you movement? And then what recharges you? What gives you energy? What makes you excited? What gets you going for the rest of the day? Well, I love those questions, you know, and I think another one is, you know, what motivates me? You mm-hmm. know, if I can, can do something that centers me, develops me, recharges me, and even motivates me in the first hour of the day, wow, man, what a difference our first day is going to be. So we're going to offer to you eight different practices to creating an hour, an energy hour before your first minute of work. Did you catch that? Before your first minute of work. Now, these aren't in any particular order except the first one. And <sighs> in these, we're not going to necessarily go deep dive into each one of them. Our goal is to help you see a correlation between why you should do them within the first hour to be able to give you the energy that you need before you start work. So Treva, let's go to the first one. Yeah. So the first one is simple. It's drink. So drink, not alcohol and not even coffee. Good clarification. (laughs) Drinking water upon waking really is important. So here's why it helps increase the flow of oxygen and it aids in production of muscle and blood cells. This, you know, cause you all know by now I'm a science junkie. Um, it's going to jumpstart your metabolism. So drinking at least one gl- large glass of water in the morning, about 16 ounces can boost your body's metabolism to 24%, wow. which is a big deal. And that can actually help maintain, you know, a healthy weight. And I've said this before too, that your brain tissue is 76% water. So when you're dehydrated, your brain is really operating on low fuel. 
So of course, this can cause you to feel tired and drained and can even lead to headaches. Um, and you may even experience a little bit of moodiness. So for me, that's the first thing I do in the morning is drink water. So remind us too, you've got a concoction, which you got me on. <laughs> and, I do. Uh, it's not necessarily the yummiest thing in the morning, but it is unbelievably powerful. So can you tell us quickly? It is. That? So I call it my morning elixir because I do warm water or hot water, like tea, just heat up water. And then I put in apple cider vinegar, um, lemon, and then I put in some cinnamon. And sometimes if I need a little boost, I'll put a little bit of honey in it too. And all of those are kind of like you talked about a concoction that help clear your liver, get your digestive juices flowing, actually get your um, stomach acids going for the, for the day, which is important. And, um, Cinnamon helps balance your blood sugar. And then there's lots of great benefits to lemon. It's an antimicrobial. There's all kinds of good things. And then the warm water is a really good thing. It's not shocking to your system and it gets you moving. And that's what we need a lot of times in the morning. And uh, so here's just two quick tips. One is just set a goal of how much water you're going to consume within the first hour. So if your water consumption is low, and let's say that the only water maybe is, is the water hitting your body in the shower or rinsing your mouth after brushing your teeth, then maybe set a modest goal for maybe eight ounces of, of water. Uh, if you're taking the morning drink, you know, that uh, Treva is re- referencing here, this, this concoction, this uh, morning elixir, maybe set a goal of, of 16 ounces. I know for me, I do the elixir immediately. It's the very first thing that goes into my mouth the first minutes that I'm awake. And then my goal is another 16 ounces within that first hour. So just, just an idea. And then I think number two is think convenience. You know, have it set out or even made the night before. Uh, this ease will help just set the habits and not cause you to stall. I know when I make my morning elixir ahead of time with there, boom, it's the first thing down the hatch. And I usually have my 16 ounce water bottle and I grab it and I go on to what I do next, which we'll talk about later. That's so awesome. first, first one is drink. What is the second practice to creating? Second energy? one, we did say not in order, but I would say the second one actually is probably the first thing you should do is stretch. So not just stretches in yoga, but literally when you get out of bed, sometimes we roll out of bed. I'm talking like your body stretches. You know how you get one of those good stretches in that gives oxygen to the rest of your body. It gets your muscles, it gets your nerves moving. And I would even just get out of bed, something so silly, but just touch your toes, reach up, you know, give yourself a hug, do all those kind of things, get yourself stretched out. And those are great because I think it's just so easy just to kind of feel sluggish and get out of bed and just kind of want to just cuddle back up again, you know, and uh, we're talking about stretch and I think it's great. I mean, there's a number of different stretches and I actually have an individual who is a specialist on stretch at some point we will have on as an interview, which hopefully can give us some great guidance on that. Uh, Number three is meditate or pray. Now this could be a spiritual practice or it could just be a stress release. Um, But it's going back to one of the questions that Trevor had asked earlier, what centers you? And this could be a centering, a centering practice. I mean, meditate can simply be clearing the mind and finding that place of peace first thing in the morning, enjoying that quiet. Uh, if you're a person of faith, prayer, prayer as well, it's prayer. And, you know, it's talking to God. And, you know, it's a great chance to be able to do in those first few minutes. And again, it goes back to what centers you, what motivates you, what gives you direction, clarity. You know, both are obvious so this episode, again, is not talking so much about what they are, just a reminder of the value of them, especially first, um, first part of the morning. If you're stressed about something, you know, it's a great way to go. If you're uh, looking at some gratefulness, it's a great time for meditation and prayer to be able to do this. You know, and also too, Treva, you know, many people do breathing exercises as they meditate. That's mm-hmm. part of doing that. So breathing could even be considered a category within meditate, um, meditation and prayer. 
Absolutely. And this is my number one um, help for me first thing in the morning. And so, you know, Brian, you and I have talked about we are people of faith. And so for me, prayer and um, getting up and when I'm getting ready, listening to some great like Christian music, some very positive music, it just gets me centered and in the right spot. Excellent. So number four is learn. And this could be a number of different ways. So it could be from reading, it could be from listening, it's going through a number of different things, but it's it's learning. And, uh, you know, what if you just reserved time in the morning, 30 minutes, 20 minutes, even 10 minutes to learn something, you know, activate your brain and put something good, challenging in the first hour of the day. Now, this could be, I mean, it could be the Bible, it could be an inspirational book, it could be listening to a podcast if you decide to go out to move the body and, and just get moving in that direction. We'll talk more about that later. Um, but it's just some aspect of putting learning into there. So one suggestion is putting this information and pulling it from a PDP. And if you're unfamiliar with that term, we have talked about that in a different episode and it's called a personal development plan. And it's a personal development um, sheet that I've created, a worksheet that is designed to help you think through a specific plan for a personal development um, um, ability to be able to just kind of grow. So it's absolutely free and you can actually find this resource at energyedgepodcast.com forward slash PDP worksheet. So again, energyedgepodcast.com forward slash PDP worksheet. It's a great worksheet. Spent a ton of time in it to really help you through that. Um, and also have that link in the show notes. So what about you, Treva? Absolutely. And you know, I would say this too, because I'm not a morning person and it does take me a little while to get going. Thinking of 30 minutes just about overwhelms me, but it's interesting. I have a little book. I've got a few of them in my drawer right by my bed and I make it a habit to get up and read them. And really it's just a little tiny devotional that takes me two minutes to read it and then maybe a scripture verse. So it doesn't have to be a lot, but it's really great to get that outside source to kind of get you motivated in the morning. And that's good because at the end of the day, we have to do what's best for us. So we're choosing within these practices, what's best within our hour. Mm -hmm. Talk a little bit how to do that later. But um, what would that mean for you? It, you know, it may mean something you, you read. What, what would that be? Thinking through that, what would you listen to? What would you go through? You know, whether it's an a, a online course that you're taking or something with that to kind of help you to be able to grow and ultimately develop personally. That would be the area. We'll be right back for the remainder of the practices to creating an energy hour before your first minute of work after the short break. Most of us are just plain tired. Our pace far outruns our energy, yet we just keep going. We quickly move from busy to beat down to burnout. And sometimes we pull this off by the end of the same day. And it's only Monday. What we need is a reminder there's another way. A kickstart to get us thinking and get us going in the right direction. 5MinuteEnergyKickstart.com offers three five-minute videos on the topics of sleep, nutrition, and fitness movement where a problem is discussed and two energy kickstart challenges are offered. Why? Because we all need a kickstart from time to time. The best part about it is the only thing it'll cost you is a few minutes of your time because the video series is absolutely free. So check out 5MinuteEnergyKickstart.com today. This is your podcast co-host, Trevi Yacino. I would love to have a personal conversation with each and every one of you. Why? Almost everyone I talk to is struggling with common yet incredibly frustrating issues such as losing weight, 
loss of energy, lots of digestive issues, and many, many more. I help business professionals like yourselves get to the core of why you're feeling so badly and get you back to feeling fantastic. If you head over to my website, livingtree.co, share your information under contact me, and we can set up a time to chat for free. I am passionate about giving you the tools you need to become independently healthy and regain the energetic you. Just ask Brian, my co-host. He was one of my biggest challenges. Now look at him, or should I say listen to him? I can't even keep up. So let's get your living on. So we've gone through four other practices to creating an energy hour before your first minute of work. And a quick reminder, number one was drink. And obviously, we're not talking about other things of drink. (laughs) Number Mm -hmm. two is stretch. Number three is meditate and or pray. Number four is learn, which can mean read, listen, or go through something to grow. What is number five, Treba? Number five is is easy and not always easy to do, but move. So we talk about this a lot. Brian and I are big exercise people. So we know that Again, me being a science person, exercise really enhances your body and it, tra- it helps transfer glucose and oxygen throughout your entire brain and body. So, of course, it's going to increase your energy level. You really need energy uh, you know, to consistently perform and achieve your goals. And in a, I love this. In a University of Georgia randomized controlled trial, researchers split people into three groups a low intensity, a moderate intensity, and a control group, which was no exercise. And I think we all probably know the outcome. During the six-week experiment, both exercise groups reported reported growing in, in levels of energy compared to the control group that wasn't exercising at all. Imagine that. And mm-hmm. I, I love studies like that just as far as that first hour of the day. You know, we've defined it, Treva, is, you know, increase M4X is the formula of that. And we have an episode on that specifically, and I'll put that in the show notes as well. But really it is, how do I stand more, walk more, run more, think cardio, and lift more, th- think strength training. So at some point, you know, within your first hour of the day, how do you move? <laughs> it may be going for a walk, it may be doing extended stretching, it may be going for a run, it is just something, and maybe, maybe that's when you do your exercise, and just even a little bit of something that's going to move your body. So what do you think number six is, Treva, and I know you know <laughs> Yes, I do. Write, write or journal slash what you call content, which is your baby. So why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, I mean, this could be as simple as writing one line. You know, that concept is from a friend of mine, Scott Maudsley, uh, which says it doesn't matter what you write, but that's you write. And it could be something reflective, you know, a way you process your past day, you know, something that you're learning. Um, it doesn't have to be a diary pouring out your heart, you know, which is a struggle for guys, but it's just some way of just getting your thoughts onto paper. Um, I call it think space sometimes where it's just literally I have a sheet of paper. Joseph Michael does an article on that, which is awesome. It just has a, just a journal and a blank piece of paper. And some days it is just writing a letter to a spouse or to the kids. It's just something that's on his mind. Sometimes it's a prayer. Sometimes it is just a reflective moment. And I just think it's a cool way of doing something that's writing. Now, if you're actually a writer, it's possibly developing content. So one of my things that I do every day is that I will journal for 10 minutes and then I'll write content for 30 minutes. And oftentimes it's a podcast episode, it's a blog post, I'm working on a book. So it's content in that way. 
<laughs> well, for those of you that aren't probably quite as um, every minute is scheduled of every day, content for me first thing in the morning is a little overwhelming. I still need to give myself a little bit of space, but I am a journaler. And so for me, journaling is a really big deal. And I'll tell you, one of the things that will change your mindset, and it sounds so silly, is on my journal that again is in my little nightstand next to my bed. I get up every morning journal and at the very end, I write best day ever. Just That's keep awesome. saying that best day ever. That's day. That's awesome. That's day. But uh, no, I love that. What is number seven? Seven is my favorite. It's eat. So obviously this is an absolute must, right? And it's important to get something healthy to refuel your body. And we talk about that a lot on this podcast and that's my baby. And so in fact, refuel is the second phase of the energy cycle. Rest was the first stop for now and refuel was put back in. So there's lots of different types of foods we can talk about, you know, and you can go back and listen to some of our podcast episodes. But if you're a go-getter first thing in the morning, I would just say this, just remember protein. You need protein and people don't eat enough breakfast. It's just a known fact. We're rushing. But as we get these first hour power <laughs> practices down, I think it's really important for you to get protein in, whether it's a smoothie, eggs, and bacon. You need protein to give you some lasting energy throughout the morning into the afternoon. You know, and it's such a good point, Treba, because, you know, it's amazing how many people skip breakfast, mm -hmm. especially with business travel, you know, I'm in a meeting in the morning or whatever, and, you know, they're, they've just had coffee or they're, you know, just eating some bad donut or a bagel or something like that. And I watch their mid-morning crash every mm -hmm. single day. And it's just amazing to your point. And they've not put the nutrients in their body or they just had liquid, meaning like coffee or something like that. And the difference that it makes, even to just watching some of the bad decisions people make in a hotel when at breakfast, you know, they've got a chance for an omelet bar, for example, at the Embassy Suites, and they're putting in sugary cereal into their system or bagels and pancakes and pastries. And oh, it's like, oh my goodness. But again, it's our choices. And yep. what we choose to do our first hour of the day that gives us energy makes a dramatic difference. So number seven was eat. Well, number eight is what, Treva? Is another one of your babies is plan and review, right? So can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, you know, I think sadly, most of us go into reactive mode for the day ahead. And there were some quotes that we mentioned earlier in where we just kind of just meander into our day or reactive into our day and it's somebody else's agenda. And we just, sadly, we put little to no thought of where our day is headed. Mm -hmm. and we wonder why we didn't get much of anything done, especially any importance at the end of the day. You know, thank you, Dr. 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 Obvious, right? But what if we took even a few minutes just to plan our day and really think through maybe just our top three tasks that need to get done? And we know the value of planning, but right now we're talking more about making it part of our energy hour that affects the rest of the day and just puts us in the right direction and frame of mind. Right. And I know you're going to, we talked a little bit about this too, but for myself, um, I'm not very good first thing in the morning. It takes me a while. So the night before is a really big um, planning for me. So for those of us women that are in a hurry, but we need to dress up for work because we're getting out the door, picking out my outfit the night before. And I actually keep sticky notes on the side of my bed and I write out the next day because I don't like to be rushed. And first thing in the morning when there's too much going on, I need to plan ahead in, you know, the day before. If I don't get that done the night before, usually I'll still have that sticky note. And like you said, Brian, I just write it out really quickly so it gets off my brain. And then I can take care of that hour, the power hour first thing in the morning. And then I'm ready to go. Perfect. And that's a great example of that, Treva, because obviously how we handle our mornings, you know, and just for a disclaimer, 
I've not always been a morning person, but um, just obviously with adding entrepreneurship into my world, adding uh, uh, more children into my world, you know, it has forced me to really leverage because that becomes my time with there. So I do love the balance of that. You know, and oftentimes, you know, for me, it's just usually it's a review and a possible tweak since I, as you plan to um, and prefer to plan my day the night before or the day before at the end of my work day is when I plan for the next day. But it really works in that morning, just kind of that reminder to see where my day is heading to see if there's anything that I need to be able to tweak and kind of go into that direction. So if you don't plan the night before, you know, this could be your time to plan your day and headed down that direction before it actually begins. Mm. So let's give you some examples. So Hal Elrod um, wrote a, an incredible book uh, we're going to reference in a morning call or in a few minutes called The Miracle Morning. And uh, what he does is he calls it his six practices that are called SAVERS. It's an acronym. And the S stands for silence. The A stands for affirmations. V stands for visualizations. E stands for exercise. R stands for reading. And S stands for scribing. So any type of writing. So, you know, for example, he even did when he first started out, just 10 minutes of each. And that ends up being a full hour for him. Or, you know, it may mean, you know, you're reading for 20 minutes and then you're doing five minutes of each of the other ones. But it's a really good example. Uh, Treva, what about you? What's an example of your morning first hour routine? Yeah. So for myself, like I've said, I'm not a morning person. So typically because I am, I'm really bad at wanting to look at my phone. So I make it a purposeful <laughs> practice to set my phone across the room. Um, so when it goes off, I have to get up. But I will tell you, I set my alarm a half hour early because I know it takes me about a half hour to kind of get up and get going. So I give myself that meandering time a little bit because I kind of need it. So I do that. And then I go get my morning elixir that I talked about you know, the hot, it makes me get up and go upstairs and get that too. So I get my morning elixir. I have my sticky notes by my bed and look at that, write it, you know, write in them or look at them from the night before. Um, I also have my Bible and my journal. That's really important for me. And just like I said, I journal just a little tiny bit. It doesn't take very long. And at the very end, I write best day ever. Um, and then I usually get up and do some form of exercise. Yoga usually is what I start with because talk about stretching. It's fantastic for that. And then any other exercise I do, I do after that. Um, and then I usually get up and get myself ready. And I have my inspirational music that I listen to while I'm getting ready. And then I eat and I make sure eating that I have enough time because here's something that you're going to end up doing when you try and do these is you're squeezing all this in and then eating is very last and you don't have time for it. So for me, I make sure that I have enough time at the very end of my hour to hour and a half to make sure that I am eating. That's a great tip too, Trey, because obviously, you know, if we're rushing, then we're more than likely going to make a bad decision on eating. And that mm -hmm. makes such a difference with the rest of our day, especially that mid-morning crash. So, How about you? I know you have, tell us about yours. Yeah. Well, you know, first of all, I, I love hearing like your example, what you do. We've had discussions on it. So I, I appreciate you sharing that. I love hearing what other people do their first hour of the day, what their morning exists, uh, consists of. And um, Michael Hyde just put out a brand new journal called or planner called Full Focus Planner. And within that, he's got these great videos. He talks about his morning routine. And I love that, I, especially for people that I look up to or do certain things that have just that high achiever, high performer, especially at business travel. I love to hear what they do. So here's my morning routine. Um, I'm a drinker first thing in the morning. Um, I, uh, just because I am so dehydrated. So I immediately knock down. Um, I do eight ounces of the elixir and uh, put that down the hatch immediately. 
Um, then that's when I actually do my stretch because I'm so thirsty first. <laughs> so I'll do that. And then I'll do my stretching and breathing uh, during that period of time. Usually five minutes is that period of time. Then I read immediately. I'm going through the one-year Bible. So for me, um, I'll take, it's usually about 20 minutes of time that I'll read there. Then I'll read something inspirational. And that's usually about 20 minutes as well, something inspirational. Then I, I transition to writing. So I do two things for writing. One is I journal first. I take 10 minutes to journal. I've got this awesome, awesome leather journal uh, from Write One Line from uh, Scott Maudsley. You can go to writeoneline.com and uh, purchase that journal. It's awesome. Love writing in that. Um, then I go to writing as far as content. So I spend usually about 30 minutes and that's when I'm writing something of content, blog post, podcast, um, book, those type of things. Then I transition to learn. So after I read, write, then I go into learn. And right now I'm going through an online course. So I spend my time learning through that direction. Then after learn, to me, I move into move. So for me, that's what gives me exercise. So I'm going to take either if the, I got the baby for the morning, the early morning, I'll take him out for a, a run slash walk slash jog and uh, listen to a podcast during that period of time where I'm working out. And then I move in to eat at that point. So my staples, once I get, get going, is read. Write, learn, move, eat. Read, write, move, learn, eat. And uh, I got a short version of that, and I got a long version of that. I've got a home version of that, and I've got a road version of that. So that's my rhythm. We have three resources for you. We're always full of resources, and I think those are super helpful to get you going on some of the topics that we're talking about. And the first one are the books. Um, one is called The 5 A.M. Miracle by Jeff Sanders. And I think, Brian, you've read that book, right? Yes, absolutely love it. It was one of those books where I just marked the living life out of it. So highly, <laughs> highly suggest it. And obviously you quoted Hal Elrod and it's called The Miracle Morning, right? Yes. And uh, both books highly, highly suggest. Um, what's cool about Jeff Sanders is he's got a podcast as well called The 5 A.M. Miracle. He also has a great membership site. Um, which I'm part of and uh, phenomenal content. So I would highly, highly recommend anything that Jeff Sanders and of course, Hal, Hal Elrod does as well. He's got a number of different Miracle Mornings as well. Very inspirational and to highly suggest those. And you can find audiobooks of those as well. Uh, a blog post um, that is specific, and I love Carson Tate. So if you're not following Carson Tate from a productivity point of view, she's got a great YouTube channel. She's got a phenomenal book, but she's actually got what's called Morning Routine for a Productive Day. And um, you can learn about that. It's a YouTube link. Um, I'll put the link in the show notes. Just as a great PDF that uh, describes a number of the things that we talked about as well. Not so, only that, but she's got a really cool name too. Carson she, Tate, what a cool name. I know. You <laughs> just want to at least check her out. So, and I do for even those shallow reasons. So thank you, co-host, for <laughs> such depth right there. Of course. So any closing thoughts from for us, Trevill, kind of reflecting back on the eight different practices? Right. There's so much. Let me just say this. There's so many things. And you don't have to be us. You don't have to be Brian. You know, everybody has their own uh, little personality and take and all that. And if you're one of these people, like I have been, because, you know, I work all day long. And I work super hard. So I've had the excuse in the morning of being a meanderer for a long time. So I have to work really hard at getting myself that you know, productive hour. And if it just so happens that you just work on one or two things just to get yourself productive, clear your mind, pick a couple of those because again, you don't have to be where Brian is at. I mean, he is a voracious reader. Not everybody's like that. And you don't have to be like me. I mean, I'm a health person. So everything revolves around my drink and my food and all that. So just pick a couple things that will help you specifically in the mornings get going. 
That's excellent. You know, and to use one of your phrases you use all the time, Shreva, is upgrade. You know, yeah. how can we do what we're currently doing and upgrade it? So, you know, my closing thoughts are going to be, you know, remember that something, anything is better than nothing. Something, anything is better than nothing. So even if you choose a short version of this and you just try this for 30 minutes of this and just choose six of these and do five minutes each or like Elrod's example of, you know, the six of those in 10 minutes each, find something, you know, choose a, a short version and a long version. So if you have the ability and you find this working for yourself that you know, hey, I'm in a hurry, I got to go to the short version and you know exactly what that is. Uh, start with an hour and build from there. You know, I really think if you look at that, we every one of us has an hour before we go to work. So just thinking through what does that hour look like? You know, if you're short on time, you know, decide to just, well, whether you're just going to do a, um, all of those and just do a little tiny bit of it, or if you're going to dive in on just a few of those that are really, really important practices for you to feel centered or um, the direction or motivated for the rest of the day. So I think lastly on these specific things from a closing thought, if you've never done any of this before, just start, just start now. If you've been inconsistent, we'll get back to it. Hopefully this has motivated you to go, man, I really need to get back to some of these practices. But if you are consistent, but maybe you're just a little bit bored, you know, you've done the same thing over and over, get creative, you know, figure out a way you can do things differently, a different order. Maybe some of these ideas have stimulated this, the books and the blog posts will give you some ideas with that, but revive this energy hour. Great. Those are great thoughts. You know, one thing I love about what we do on our podcast is we give you what nows. We've talked about a lot of information and you probably know by now that we do the what nows. Those are just two very simple things that you can start doing. And so the first one I would say is this, just commit to the energy hour. Just start working on that hour that clears that space to give you the energy to start your day off and make it the best that it can be. Best day ever, right? So commit to the energy hour. And two is just like what I was talking about, what Brian alluded to is create your own, your own ideal energy hour. What works for you? Pick a few of those things and really create your own. It doesn't take very long. Really, it's just a few thoughts. Jot them down on paper and put them beside your bed. So those are the two what nows. And those are great, Triva. I mean, commit to the energy hour and create your energy hour. Those are excellent. The next episode preview is actually an interview. Well, here's a clip. Um, knowing where you want that energy to go is critical. So I was, I've been tempted for years that when I'm at that hotel and, and the wine is flowing and the great food and the great people that I'm like, I'm going to maximize this moment. And uh, I'm, a, I'm an enthusiast and I'm, a, I'm an all-in type of guy. Uh, so I've had to learn over time that this isn't, this isn't a sprint, this is a marathon and that there's going to be many nights to party and that I'm not missing out on life because we have enthusiasts uh, have a fear of missing out. They, they feel like if they leave, they're going to miss just when the big thing's going to happen or right when the big client's going to walk in and you're going to seal it. Like there's always this fear of missing out. Um, what I've recalibrated my brain to think is that the real priority is when I get home, that the real party is when I walk in and I see my wife and my kids and that's where I need to be charged. Thanks for making it to this point in the podcast. If this podcast has brought you value, why don't we encourage you to share it with someone else? And if you're willing, uh, please give us a rate and review on iTunes. And as always, though, we're going to try and do better next time. Go and get your energy edge on today through creating an energy hour before your first minute of work. Super duper.